How do we spend extended time in prayer? Is your daily time with the Lord a delight or a drudgery? Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry with the Navigators. Thank you so much for listening to this, our fourth of four podcasts on developing the inner life or the quiet time. You know, none of us has a perfect quiet time or a perfect prayer time or Bible study. We're all growing in this area. Today, we again join our panel discussion with six men from a variety of ages and backgrounds, all who love the Lord and walk with Him daily. Have you ever spent extended time with the Lord in prayer? We hear about some ideas from the panel about investing time with the Lord over several hours. You know, that may sound daunting, or you may think you need to be a super Christian to do that, but not at all, I guarantee it. This is very doable and oh so rewarding. We have some resources listed in the show notes that might help you in this. We start today by sharing some scripture passages that help us see the importance of a daily walk with God. Just a couple of things I I uh, have thought about with my quiet time, and that is the fact that um, it is a joy, it's a delight, it's uh, a real positive thing to spend time with the Lord. And just some verses um, that I thought of, uh, Psalm 119, 1 and 2 says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with the whole heart. And this whole idea of just really being sold out and seeking the Lord. And, you know, sometimes we think, well, we turn over a new leaf in our life, and, and now we're going to be seeking the Lord. But it's really a daily thing. It's a daily walk, and it's a daily matter of seeking the Lord with our whole heart. And the other thing that um, has been really meaningful to me is Psalm sixteen eleven. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And the more I can remember that and really uh, see that walking with the Lord is the true source of pleasure. It's not in watching TV. It's not in whatever, but it's really getting to know the Lord better. And if I can keep that in the front of my mind, it's been real helpful. For those of you who have uh, been through the Navigator uh, Colossians 2.7 series, one of the things in there was spending a half day in prayer. I wanted to just briefly touch on that, if anyone has any comments about the value of that, what that looks like, if you've done that before or not. Uh, has anyone been involved in that in that process of spending an extended time with the Lord? Sure. Yeah, this is something that I, I, I haven't actually gone through the 2-7 series, but there's a, an old Navigator classic uh, by Lauren Sandy called How to Spend a Day in Prayer that has really helped me throughout the years. And so I try to it doesn't always happen, but I try to spend extended time with the Lord every week, which is fortunately something I have the the blessing to be able to do in, in my role with the navigators. And so I try to spend extended time either reading a whole book of the Bible um, or extended time in prayer, um, a lot of time just to pray over what's on my heart. I pray over a lot of the worries and fears and things that are coming in the future, things that I didn't even know I was worried about or holding on to. I bring them to God. I also worship. Uh, I go on prayer walks. It's a good time to just spend unhurried, extended time at God's feet. Uh, and I find I'm really able to realize, uh, unpack my heart a lot in ways that I didn't know uh, I was feeling, in, in ways I didn't know I was tired, in ways I didn't know I was kind of even not engaging fully with the Lord. I think that extended time really helps to do that uh, and to just enjoy Him. And that's something we actually try to encourage our students to do. We've got a summer program that we send students to in Florida, and that's a, a regular part of the week. Is It's not very extended. It's just two hours with God. But what, one way we try to explain it to our students is 
you can binge a Netflix show. Why can't you spend that much time with Jesus? Let's grow and being able to, to go deeper with him and to go where we can actually find life instead of entertainment. Something I have, of course, again, being, being retired, I, I do have time, but we do, as the word says, to need to make the best use of our time, despite all the difficulties of these days. And to not be vague, but firmly grasp what you know to be the will of the Lord in Ephesians 5. <clears throat> but several years ago, at the encouragement of my wife, I began to go by myself for two days. Uh, in fact, I go clear out of state, get a place, and I, I spend two nights, the drive over and drive back, two days, in the Word and in prayer. Usually, uh, I have a topic before I go, but many times that's changed. The Lord brings things to mind. It's just gotten better over the last, over the use. You know, at first, I, it really was hard to stay. I mean, what are you going to do with God for two days? You know, I mean, it's hard for me to stay 15 minutes focused, but <clears throat> but I've learned. But that that has really been invaluable to uh, to take those three three two day periods a year, and then I've been exercising art, and um, I walk an average of an hour and 15 minutes a day. And now I've gotten to where about half of that now I uh, jog and I, I alternate. I started praying. And so I have an hour and 15 minutes that I can pray. There's a lot of self-talk, if you know what I mean. I can go off into space. I can be thinking about a lot of different things. But I am right now, I am, I have, I am taking the prayers of Paul with me. I have typed them out and uh, I'm praying his prayer in Colossians, his prayer in Ephesians, his prayer in Thessalonians. And so I go down through the, the men I meet with, the elders of my church, the Bible study group, my family members. And so I'm able to pray more than Lord bless my wife. You know, <laughs> a lot of times that's the best I can do on my prayer and my, in my history. But now I'm spending uh, uh, many minutes, maybe, maybe 30, 40, 50 minutes in prayer. You know, uh, physical exercise profits little, but it does profit. But I have learned that I'm using that as my prayer time. And, and I'm, I'm beginning to get reports from the people. Now, after seven or eight months of this, I'm beginning to get testimonies of things that's happening in their life. And I can't tell you how wonderful that is to, to, to really know when there's been fellows that told me, men I respect, that prayer is the ministry. And I'm, I'm learning it is. It's, it's so much better to talk to God about men than to talk to men about God. We need to do both. So those, those are just two things that, that I've been able to work in or God has worked into my life that, that I see are very, very profitable when it comes to prayer. Thank you. Yeah, that's very encouraging, Omar. Thank you. With, uh, you know, with where I'm at in life, that isn't a regular possibility. Um, so to, to add, you know, speak to that to where people are at who that, you know, taking a half a day to do something like that may not uh, be a realistic thing. It's something you could do, but, but more realistic is, for me, going, praying as I'm going and, and throughout the day and, and finding moments throughout the day to stop and recognize that, that we can pray where we're at and what we're doing. Um, you know, First Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, 18, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. And um, so one of the things, so with kids and full-time job and activities, taking 
extended time to just do nothing and pray. It doesn't happen very often. Um, but I always try to find ways where we can pray without ceasing, whether it's, you know, you know, when the phone rings at work, you know, praying for a moment before answering the phone for whoever's on the other end of it, or, uh, you know, walking from one area to another to, to a meeting at work and praying about the people who are going to be in that meeting or, or whatever may be on our mind. Or um, I think that's where re- memorizing and reviewing verses is a helpful thing for me too, where I can just be like, okay, I'm pause for a couple minutes when I'm eating my lunch or, you know, sit in the break room, whatever that may look like and, and review, you know, have a verse spinning around in my head where I can, you know, pray for the people who I'm going to be bumping into throughout the day or, or whatever that may look like. Yeah, I've, I've um, enjoyed extended time with the Lord on, on several occasions over the years. And what is really cool, I think, we used to do it outdoors and try to find a camp or something to go to. But in recent um, weeks and months, we've just done it here at the house. And I have an empty nest right now, of course, but... Um, you know, it's really neat. You can really meet with the Lord anywhere. It doesn't have to be in a in a special environment. It doesn't have to be at church. It doesn't have to be outdoors. It can be it can be anywhere. And it's been so rewarding and refreshing uh, for us when we spend that extra time. I think that just to put the end on Ryan's comments, there he says, "Be joyful always." And then he ends with, he says, "Pray without ceasing." And at the end of verse eighteen, it says, "This is the will of God." in Christ Jesus concerning you. So, you know, we always wonder what God's will is. Well, there it is. It's the will of God we pray without ceasing. And I always struggled with that. You know, if you go around with your your eyes closed and your head down, you wouldn't get very far. But it just, I, I think, means means being Christ conscious, to, to be continually in contact and in, in your mind with him. So I appreciate you bringing that to my mind, Ryan. I'd kind of forgotten those verses. As we have our personal devotional time with the Lord, we always want to keep, of course, Scripture as the primary focus and uh, use that as our primary resource. But are there any other resources that you all have found helpful over the years? Uh, I mentioned Every Man a Warrior, and I'll mention that one again. That one's just been important in my life. I've found it to be very useful. Um, one of the things specific for quiet times, one of the things I really love about it is it talks about the difference between a shotgun and a rifle. And, and I think both those things are important. But for me, you know, the, the, the analogy there is the shotgun covers a wide range, but it doesn't go deep. Whereas the rifle covers one thing, you know, one individual thing, and it goes deep to, to cement that one thing. And for me in my life, I struggle with the rifle. You know, I, I can grab the shotgun. I can sit down and read through a bunch of stuff and get a wide grasp of what's going on with something a lot easier than I have to, I have to force myself to focus on the one thing and pick up that one thing. And they've got a quiet time template that's built into their book. And that, that's been helpful for me to just focus on one thing. And another tool yeah. that I've seen used is, uh, is one, an acronym called REAP, R-E-A-P. Um, so read, examine, apply, and pray. And so it's just a, a simple acronym for, you know, read a chunk of scripture, examine it. Um, how can we apply it to our lives and, and pray through some things? couple of things there. Good. A couple of resources that I've enjoyed. One is the uh, Goads and Nails devotional series that uh, Richard Spann has written. I think the fifth volume is coming out soon if it's not already available. Um, but those are very helpful. There's like 30, 31 uh, very short readings that are very helpful to uh, remind us of the the truths that we have been passed on to uh, 
from yours with the Kansas Navigators. Secondly, a book called 31 Days of Praise by Ruth Myers has been helpful. And then another one that really doesn't apply directly to the devotional life, only indirectly, but it's called A Praying Life by Paul Miller, uh, a great way to understand prayer, and it's just a real encouragement to uh, to pray. Uh, Lord willing, next spring we will have a men's retreat, and our speaker is Eddie Broussard, and he's going to be speaking on that John 15 passage that Art was talking about, um, about being just connected to Christ and abiding in Him, and I think that will be really really helpful for us uh, as a ministry, so we want to look forward to that. So thank you all very much. I respect each one of you, and, uh, and you uh, are great models for uh, people who walk close to the Lord. So I thank you very much for participating. Men, would you like to join us for this spring's Kansas Navigators Men's Retreat to hear Eddie Broussard? We'll be posting more information about it on our website at kansasnavs.org and also on our Facebook page, Kansas Communities Ministry. Also, if you would like to hear Eddie share his enthusiasm for walking with the Lord, be sure to catch our podcast we did with him about a year ago. That information is linked in the show notes. Thanks again for joining us, and I know you won't want to miss our next episode of Making Disciples Naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.